Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yes, indeed, boys and girls, time to gather around for the history lesson to look back at something in sports, whether it happened on this day or something famous or something that is obscure. We try to do that. We do the history lesson. I maintain for years there are very few things uh, that can bring a country together, and maybe that's not even possible today, from our differences than sports. Obviously, military action is one, but on a level when it comes to sports, um, that can unify a country, although it's incredibly challenging. 1991, the U.S. Women's World Cup, and Brandy Chastain was one that was captivating to many people in the country. And I've maintained that the only thing left in sports on a worldwide scale that could bring the United States together, regardless of your political affiliation, but my guess is we politicized that if it happened, was if the U.S. Men's World Cup team ever got to a World Cup final. There's nothing else in sports on a level that's accepted around the country, not, a, not niche sports, but something as big as a World Cup where the U.S. would still be an underdog. We play our American football here, the other places that do it, not at the level. In basketball, while we're not as dominant, it still has already happened of gold medals and Olympics and world championships. In baseball, there's an argument about the World Baseball Classic, but to unite the country where America would be an underdog, the U.S. men's national team is the last thing that you could really think of that would be something to unify a country. I don't know if it'll happen when the World Cup comes to America in a few years, but if the U.S. ever got to a final or even a semifinal, and it was in this country, it probably would be the one thing that would unite people, regardless of your political leaning, and to root for the red, white, and blue. But today's history lesson does take us back to a moment that has been relived over and over and over, but I still think is one of those times that you could look and say, that's an example where we were all together, despite the issues that were going on. Yes, 44 years ago today was the U.S. Olympic hockey game where the Americans took on Russia. But a little bit of background and maybe some things that you didn't know about. Herb Brooks was the coach of the U.S. team, and Brooks was in charge of putting together a roster. And among the things the players had to do before they even got a chance to be on the roster was to sit down and take a test that Brooks had. A 300-question psychological test. Brooks believed it would give him the insight to know who was mentally tough to play for him. The players came from colleges all across the country and those that were bouncing around in minor league hockey like Captain Micah Rizzioni. And Brooks had his tough way, known for the famous workouts of making players skate Herbies back and forth until they threw up, and that's all well documented. But Brooks believed that from September of 1979 until the Winter Olympics in February of 80 that he would put the team through a series of workouts 
and a series of bonding and a series of yelling at them and exhibition matches. By the time they got to Lake Placid, they would be in the best condition of their life and there would be a team built on chemistry. Waiting, though, to win a gold medal was the dominant team of then known more as the Soviet Union. They won five of the six previous gold medals. They were beating NHL teams in competitions and said to be the greatest assembly of hockey talent ever. So the U.S. arrives to the Olympics in 1980, coming off an exhibition tour that saw the Americans play a number of teams, including the Soviets, and the famous game on the Saturday before the Winter Olympics started at Madison Square Garden when the Soviets won 10-3. to Herb Brooks ripped his team and questioned their toughness going into Lake Placid. The Americans in group play found themselves having to face tough opponents to get out of group play. Back then, there were two groups. The top two teams would advance into the medal round. But the medal round is different than what we recognize today. They're not semifinals, not a third-place match. The medal round was you played everybody in the final group of four. And the team with the most points, two for a win and one for a draw, they won the gold medal. So the Americans get to Lake Placid and begin to play their early round matches and earn their way into the medal round. And the medal round consisted of the U.S., the USSR, Sweden, and Finland. The semifinals pitted the Americans against the Russians. And most people around my age, 30-plus, remember that ABC didn't show the game live. Even though they went to the International Olympic Committee and said, because of the significance of this game and the political environment that was out there, can we move the game to 8 o'clock? The IOC said they were obligated to ask Russia if they were open to the idea. Russia said no. It would have meant the game would have aired at 4 a.m. in the morning instead of 1 a.m., and they said no. And therefore, the game stayed at 5 o'clock. ABC asked affiliates across the country to do the best they could and not tell the score on 6 o'clock newscasts. By the way, we had no 4, 4.35, 5.30 newscasts back in 1980. There was a 6 o'clock newscast. And ABC asked affiliates to do their best to not give any scoring updates of what was going on. There was no live feed of the game at 5 o'clock. You couldn't pick a live feed up anywhere. And most of America that knew the game was at 5 did their part to avoid any situation in a pre-internet world of learning what the score was. Impossible to duplicate that today. They would sit down at 8 o'clock and ABC would watch an ABC would show. By the way, anybody know what aired from 8 to 8.30 in ABC? Hanna-Barbera's Olympic Trials, a cartoon show. Why? ABC was afraid to take care if the game was still going on. So, we get to 8 o'clock Eastern time. The game's over. But America doesn't know what's going on. But it's only fitting as we look back 44 years and remember... There is no actual audio of her book's pregame speech. People have pretty much tried to remember what it was in the movie Miracle. 
Kurt Russell gave you the version that most people say is pretty accurate. Here's the speech that Kurt Russell gave us, Herb Brooks, in the movie Miracle. Great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight, boys. That's what you've earned here tonight. One game. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. Not tonight. Tonight, we skate with them. Tonight, we stay with them. And we shut them down because we can. Tonight, we are the greatest hockey team in the world. You were born to be hockey players. Every one of you. And you were meant to be here tonight. This is your time. Their time is done. It's over. I'm sick and tired of hearing about what a great hockey team the Soviets have. Screw them. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. The Americans found themselves in the battle with the Soviet Union, and Mike Rizzioni broke a 4-3 tie, broke a 3-3 tie to put the Americans up 4-3. It created the 10 most incredible minutes of hockey as the U.S. is hanging on. So 44 years ago today, at about tonight when it gets to be 727, 44 years ago, here's Al Michaels in the final minute. Back to Harlemar, in on the left side. Into the American end, 55 seconds, but Mikhailov has the puck. Mikhailov sweeping in, out in front, backhander goes wide. And Nick Craig got a piece of it. Mikhailov, back out to Billy Legendov. 43 seconds remaining. Morrow, checked into the boards, it comes back to center ice. 38, 37 seconds left in the game. Petrov with it, the Americans on top, 4-3, to three. long shot. Craig able to get a piece of it to sweep it away. 28 seconds. The crowd going insane. Carlemont shooting it into the American end again. Morrow is back there. Now Johnson, 19 seconds. Johnson over to Ramsey. Big Alekhanov gets checked by Ramsey. McClanahan is there. The puck is still loose. 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to Schultz. Five seconds left in the game. You believe in The Americans won 4-3, and to this day, many people still think it was the gold medal match. It wasn't. In fact, the formula back then put the Americans in a spot two days later when they took on Finland. If the U.S. had lost to Finland, based on the result of the Soviet game against Sweden, the Americans would have not even meddled. 
because it wasn't a semifinal, then a final. It was based on the total points you won in that final group stage. The Americans, after beating Russia, had three points to Russia's two, Sweden's two, and Finland's one. Russia won their final match to finish with six points. If the Americans had lost, gold would have gone to Russia, Finland would have got the silver. The Americans had to win, and they went on and did, and beat Finland to get the gold medal. But today is the 44th anniversary of the famous 1980 Miracle on Ice when the U.S. beat Russia. Not saying the last time, but a time that the country got united because of sports and celebrated an international win. Back to wrap up the Thursday show next. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.